there's a balance. There's a fine balance between being genuine and just being too much, right? Yep. Maybe not a bit too much, but just yep. being way too much. So my favorite saying for that, and I've been quoted from this from stage is forever, is you got to hide your crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't bring our crazy into our brands yeah. <laughs> just because it's called a personal brand you have a fight with your wife first of all she was right second right. of all Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me again on the Eric Fierro Podcast. I'm excited. For today's guest, we have in our studio, Sandra Gebhardt, Miss Social Media Coach herself. This is the one person that you see popping up probably more frequently than anyone else because that's what she's supposed to do. That's her job. So, Sandra, thanks for coming out today. How are you? Doing good. I've got some bad news for everyone that's listening, though. Okay. Uh I saw your awards here. Um, you've won like five best ad ever awards. <laughs> so I know I've seen others wearing the shirts and stuff, but I've never actually seen the awards. So it turns out you're the official. It's a, there's a prestigious group that, you know, only get those awards. So it's, it's, it's hard work. You know, I, I put a lot of time in. I put a lot of time in. You could ask them when you see them later. Oh, you you do too. No joking aside, you you are such a great hands-on dad. That's one of my favorite things about you. Oh, um, thank you. Besides the big brain and and all these other like uh, officialish awards that are surrounding us. Officialish. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, I'm I'm excited because this is the first time we get to talk on my podcast together. We've seen each other at conferences several times, and you know we've had conversations there, became friends. And one of the things that I'm excited to talk about is that you look at the trajectory of what our business as insurance agent looks like in terms of how do we get in front of people? How do we get people to be interested in us? And the answer is social media. That really and truly is the answer. Whether we like it or not, social media is here for the foreseeable future. And we need to really just grab a hold of that and adopt it because we say the only constant is change. And if you can really just learn from somebody and start applying the the important principles of how to be on social it would it will change your business drastically so i want to hear a little bit more about your new program that you have that's come out um, where you're helping agents with that's only a portion of it right yep. i mean it's it's so much bigger than that but i'm excited to unpack that and listen about like everything that you're offering. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me and, and taking me for a ride in your cool car and all that. Uh, I have started an offer that's called Vibe CMO. This is something that I've worked with through my mentors and started um, <clears throat> mapping out like March of last year. Because one of the things that breaks my heart about all small business owners as a whole, but insurance agents is we have, uh, there was a years and years and years where it was really difficult to get information, right? Like nobody was sharing their secrets. And then all of a sudden, everybody's sharing their secrets. They're also selling their secrets. And there's so many different things going on that that your average agent that's ready to scale into that next piece is really struggling with what do I do with my marketing? So I want to be on YouTube. I want to be on TikTok. I want to do this. I want to do that. I think I want to get a billboard. I think I should have a commercial. And if you ask them the simple question, why? They're like, well, because that's what Eric did or, you know, and, yeah. and it's, it becomes the, you know, I'm going to try a whole bunch of stuff and see what sticks. So 
through working with my mentors and figuring out what I wanted to offer going into this year outside of just the social media coaching, which um, we'll get into a little bit later. So you're looking at all of these different things out there in the world. You're trying to figure out where you want to go. So I've created a program that works as a fractional CMO and a CMO is a chief marketing officer. So you see a lot of the real big agencies that are really killing it tend to have somebody that is the chief marketing officer. That's the person that organizes all of the marketing. So I don't know why I keep saying so, 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 uh, count how many so's I have and I'll send you a free gift Uh, at any rate. uh, I created this program. I'm going to work with 20 offices that are ready to scale and start really getting their marketing on point. And it's not one individual agent's fault. How does one person supposed to be able to handle the books and all the selling and hiring and marketing and all of that kind of stuff? When you have somebody come in and help you with that, it usually costs multiple six figures, right? It's, It's a big position. So I found a way to bring on a certain number of agents and be able to help them with my expertise so that they can focus on their expertise and we can find the cohesive marketing. Yeah. What's really interesting about it is uh, when I, when I've talked to people, the people I've signed up so far, they'll say, can you send me a one pager? Right. We're so conditioned to be like, Hey, I need a one pager. Uh, What's this all include? And it's, you know, you get the really sexy, like on week one, we're going to do X, Y, Z on week two. We're going to, this is not that your marketing is unique and everybody needs to realize that not everybody can market as Eric Fierro. Not everybody can market as Sandra Gebhardt. So you have to figure out who your client avatar is, not your uplines, who yours is. I do not do well with engineers. I don't think I'm funny. (laughs) <laughs> they're like no i need stats i'm like uh, stats. yeah yeah <laughs> right. here's your no, click through rate but that makes a great point because so often people want something that is cookie cutter and they said hey whatever eric is doing i want to just copy that exactly i want to i want the actual ad copy exact stuff i want the video exact stuff i want to do everything identical and people got to realize that that saturates the market very quickly and leads to whatever that was that was working no longer works exactly you know and that's why i've always told people like i I don't like to give my ad copy and all that i'd like to teach you how to structure it how to think about it so that you can create your own ad copy in your own videos that you can be inspired by what i did but you got to make your own you have to and you have to learn to innovate from there and think about things that that Maybe you're like, hey, I want to see if this possibly works. Normally when I'm in front of somebody and I talk about this topic, it lights them up. So maybe I should turn that into an ad, right? But too many people just want the cookie cutter stuff. And so I like what you're saying, like the whole one pager. It's like everyone's unique. So you can't do that. Like that's not the way it is because if you did, and there are people who sell that. So mm-hmm. don't get it twisted, right? And I bought them. Yeah. You and, know. But it saturates the market and then it makes it, it renders it useless. Yeah. And if I'm trying to do the same thing with 20 people, how many people it's going to work with? 10, 20%, right? Yep. It's it's so important to know who you are because here's the deal. Everything that anybody's selling, I can go online and buy. Yeah. So why should I buy from you? And that is the most important part of everything. You can call it a personal brand. You can call it a company brand. You can call it whatever you want. But people need to feel connected to you so that they can make that buying decision with you Otherwise, if you're all you're doing is educating and cookie cutter marketing and all of that stuff, then you've just given me everything I need to go to 
a major company and just buy it off a website. I don't even have to talk to anybody. So that's, that's really what you have to get through your head in marketing is you are marketing yourself and you are marketing your company. And we're the, the days of not knowing who the CEO of companies are and stuff are, are long gone. We yeah. know what Elon Musk is doing. We know what Mark Zuckerberg's doing. All of these guys have to stay top of mind and help promote their part of their brand. Yeah. Part yeah. of their brands. Because if you don't have that no like, and trust, it's just gone. And I've heard people say a lot to me, you know, well, you can't build relationships online. Now it's not 1997 anymore. Mm. I would disagree with that completely. The majority (laughs) of relationships are built online. And one of my favorite things about that is we're able to cut out small talk. Yeah. Right. We're able to just get right down to business and walk up and say, Eric, you know, I see you're out doing all the stuff with your kids. Everything's cool. I don't have to ask you, you know, do you have any kids? Where do you live? What do you and and build that relationship? Because those basis is the basis is already foundation's already there. I'll speak a different word. That's how I do when I'm spelling stuff too. Spell check's like... The bases are already covered. There you go. Spell check will be like, bitch, I have no idea what you're trying to say. And I'll be like, you know what? Let's just use a different word. We're just going to change the word. Thesaurus. Yes. But that, you know, all joking aside, that is how you need to do your marketing. That's how you need to run your day to day. If you hit a road bump, move, adjust. Yeah. Get off your one pagers, get off of this is how it needs to be done because there is no rules on how things have to be done anymore. And marketing, especially in the last two years and then leading into this year, this year marketing is going to be left for marketers. Yeah, that's not always a bad thing because one of the things that we were talking about before is for a little while there was this this idea, and I don't disagree with certain parts of this, but the, this idea that... that you, as the insurance agent, need to know how to market, need to know your products inside out, need to understand compliance, need to know how to run advertisement, need to know how to do every little facet of the business and do it. And this is like, how overwhelming is that? Like, that'll just stop you in your tracks because it's just like, that's way too many things. Now, you know, there's more and more uh, people coming through saying, listen, that's, that's not really correct. Like, how are you going to scale if that's every, if you're doing every single piece of your business, how in the world are you going to grow? You don't have the time. You don't have the mental capacity. So mm-hmm. one of the things you mentioned a lot is that it needs to be partitioned. Like you need to actually have somebody specifically doing your marketing and somebody specifically doing your books. Right. So, so kind of unpack that because that's part of like what you're, you're promoting in this program as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great to have a basic knowledge of what's going on and how marketing works and things like that. I have watched so many great agents really lose momentum and lose a lot of money trying to become full-time marketers as well. And that is just, it's such a, a, a sad place to put yourself in. So what I see often is I, I've never talked about this publicly. <laughs> oh, this. oh shoot! Um, okay. So we're going we're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> New thoughts from Sandra. Um, but I've seen a lot of really great sales agents, and it doesn't even have to be insurance. Just sales agents in general, cars people. You know, all all the people that are great sales agents. Yeah. Which you have to be a good sales agent to be a successful insurance agency owner. Yeah. Or a really good outsourcer where you're bringing those people in yeah. that that's rare. It's rare that you find that person. Most people sell their way into more money and bigger teams. So when you're trying to go in and become a marketer as well, you've got to split focus. 
right? So now you've got your focus split. Well, marketing's more fun than selling insurance. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to disagree no, with that, no. right? So then you start going down this other path and you're like, well, maybe I'll put together a program that'll help me pay for more leads. Or maybe I'll start coaching on this and that'll help me pay for more leads. And now you're turning into a full-time marketer and your business is starting to go down. So it's, it's really difficult to not want to go down that path, but it's also, you're trying to learn something completely new. One of my favorite things I hear is, well, you want to work with a marketer that sells insurance why wouldn't you want to work with a marketer that does marketing full time? And that's exactly what they do. And that's what their degrees in. And that's what they focus on. And I'm not saying it has to be me. What I'm saying is stop listening to all the noise all the time, which this can be considered noise too, right? But, but not, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but really, really start looking at marketing as what it is. It is its own. Every major company has a marketing department, you should have a marketing department. Your uplines have a marketing department. You see the theme? Like you yeah. need to have a marketing department, yeah. right? And uh, people, marketers just think differently. Like uh, you showing up to a conference just with a QR code on your shirt. Like that's marketing. <laughs> yeah. You know, people, that's really funny. Oh, that's, that's you know, no, that's marketing. Or um, at Christian Brendel's conference, you printed off a, a life-size cutout of him. Yeah. And it said... Uh, Christian loves WCR. (laughs) Like that's marketing. And it's really hard to come up with those ideas unless you are a marketer. So I was talking to one of my clients the other day and he just messages me. You have free reign to message me, call me um, when you're working with me in this program, not all the other ones. (laughs) uh, He's like, do you think I should start wearing pink pants anywhere? Anytime I go to an event? And I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm red lipstick, ball cap, hoodie every time. All of that stuff is strategic and it's marketing, but you can't understand those nuances the same way. Like your job is to understand the nuances of what you're selling. Yeah. My job is to understand the nuances of marketing and how to help you figure that out. Yeah, I love that. One of the things that 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 people struggle with big time is essentially having that business identity and, yes. and really understanding who they're trying to attract, because for, for so many, they're just desperate to get anybody in the door. So they're going to try to get anybody to jump on board that's possible. They don't care if it's the right person or the right fit. It could be someone they sign up today, but then cancels in 15 days and they get a chargeback and then they have to be miserable because of that, right? Whereas if the, the, what you're trying to teach is you're trying to teach people how to actually create um, you know, a, a true idea, a true picture of who their ideal client is and then you show them, this is how we go after them. This is how we attract them to you, which is, again, where social media comes into play big time because mm-hmm. that's what I've always told people. Social media is a great way to give someone a flavor of who you are. It's not obviously, you know, it's everyone knows that social media is more of a, a sizzle reel of your life yeah. and all that, right? But it still gives them a flavor of who you are. It lets them know, okay, well, this, the person's demeanor is this certain way. And maybe it's not attractive to some people, but it is to others. Well, then the ones who it is attractive to will be the ones reaching out. And that's a great thing. So so talk a little bit more about like kind of what in your, um, in your program, like how you do that. Like how do you go about doing that with somebody to, to find them their ideal clients? The first part of it is really figuring out who, who you are in your company value. Like you're saying, like your mission, vision, value statement. And every time I do the mission, vision, value statement, well, first, anytime I hand out the handout, nobody does it. So I've got to break it down. <laughs> 
these guys have to do it because they're I'm held I'm holding them accountable. They're holding me accountable. Um, but I'll get back like Edna's mission statement. I'm like, no, not theirs, yours. Like, what is your mission statement? And so often we're trying to put on the persona that we want, like, you know, thank you, Eric, for having me today. It's a real uh it's a pleasure and an honor to be here. I hope that I can help you with your podcast and right. Like, yeah, yes. Your friendly, your, your professional <laughs> yeah, friendly but, tone. Yeah. Uh, we all, and when we all started with that fake phone voice, right. If you're still using your fake phone voice, you're not quite sure who you are in business. Um, so we have to figure out who, what that is. Yeah. What is your company persona? Because one of my favorite stories of somebody that got way away from their company persona is that crazy, my pillow guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Like he, he did not own his actual persona and then he went nuts on the political stuff and lost half of his clientele. Like it's, he's not doing well. Yeah. I got two free my pillows out of it. (laughs) (laughs) You you took advantage. My mom got pissed. She's like, I'm gonna throw these away. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) But that's not being true. If he would have stayed true to his beliefs, what he wanted then he wouldn't have had the PR nightmare that he has. And mm. that's what we tend to find. So you they, they end up with a PR nightmare. Well, it turns out that you, you know, actually only wear black hoodies. And why were you always wearing suits everywhere? <laughs> um, or whatever that thing is. Um, when you start pulling away from your, when you're disingenuine with your marketing through yourself and your company, then there's nothing for anybody to believe in. Yeah, And that's, such a crucial piece and it's very difficult to figure out right yeah um one of my my mentor brought in another guy to do some trainings with us and this guy comes out and he's like what's your what's your uh what are the holes in your business I'm like oh i can know what my hole if i knew what my holes were <laughs> i'd plug them by now them. <laughs> so he got a lot of he, he got a lot of heat for that because we're all like what a stupid question right like what are your weaknesses i'm too pretty i'm too funny <laughs> Sometimes I work too hard. <laughs> Such a bullshit question. So when you're trying to figure out what your weaknesses are, you need a mirror. And that's what I'm working as is your mirror. Like, I know you don't think you have any weaknesses, but bro, you got a lot of weaknesses. Yeah, We're going to work yeah. them out. But it's it's such an important part of really building that business brand. So do you want to be super involved in your community? Do you want to be super involved across the nation and find um, something that you're compassionate about? Do you want to tie other things into your brand like Thor <laughs> and, and things like that? Or do you want your brand? I'm not saying that your brand can't be extremely professional and you're a suit wearing insurance selling machine. Patrick right? David's a great example of that. Yes. Um, and he is, he did not start coaching until he was all the way through. He was already successful stuff. with insurance. Yeah. yeah. So, there's there's so many different ways that you can look at things and ways that you can project out your goals. But what I find is, especially insurance agents, when I ask what your goal is, it's whatever your upline gave you. I want to sell, I heard this before, I want to sell 100 policies this year. Yeah. Okay, to who? I don't know. Why 100? Uh, <laughs> right? And it's not the... Sounds good. It's not the, you know, you need to work your goals backwards and stuff. It's have you really spent the time to sit down and think about what are my next five steps? Yeah. What do I want to do? Do I want to take the, my goal last year, you guys heard me say it, um, is I wanted to bring my husband and my son with me on these events. They're at the pool right now. They're chilling so, at the Wolf Lodge. Yeah. 
Nice. So um, it's, it's really getting clear on what those things are. And that's what we do is we work on it. We figure out where the holes are. We plug the holes immediately because we also need to generate income to mm. cover my fee, to cover you growing and making more money. So it's, it's such a cool one-on-one hands-on experience that I'm really, really proud of. And something that whether you do it with me or you do it with somebody else, you need to find a marketing mentor. Yeah. Um, and really start looking at what does marketing look like for me? Am I trying to become a full-time marketer? Am I trying to become a full-time agent? Where, where am I going with all of this? What do you think is step number one when trying to figure out your own personal brand? Is it just trying to say, Hey, this is how I like to be every day. This is like my comfort level or whatever. Or do you need to pick some kind of like, you know, something that just like catches people's attention because, you know, like, like, uh, you know, what's his face? Uh, Josh, Josh Young's, you know, he did that a lot where he just wanted to, you know, he started with always having the ball cap, you know, everywhere he went with his, with his logo on it. And then he started having the bright colors and, you know, so he, he kind of went, he's like, this is the brand that people will recognize me by Mm -hmm. me. Like, I'm just like, all right, well, my wife thought my man bun was sexy. So I just kept growing my man bun for her. But I was like, you know what? I could turn this into part of my brand, right? Which my my brand was already when I was going on stages, like a lot of times I wouldn't be like in a full suit, you know, um, I would just be like, I'd be comfortable. I'd look nice, but Mm -hmm. I'd be comfortable. And, and, and that's kind of been my, my brand that I'm just like, when you see me, I'm going to probably have a t-shirt on me with a blazer, a chain or something, but I'll be, I'll be comfortable yet nice. Right. So that's kind of been the brand that I've been working on, but how, how would you tell somebody to start identifying that? When it comes to your, your internal personal brand, and then we'll talk a little bit about the external too. It's for me, I like to have students co- start with their integrity. Okay. What is your, what, what makes you feel like you're living in integrity? Um, for me, my big saying is I always like my money to be right and my seat to be waiting for me in heaven. So that branches out into what, what your non-negotiables are and what your, um, always, always is (laughs) are (laughs) and how you want to fill fill in the gaps Mm -hmm. from there. So for me, um, my non-negotiables are, I'm fine with you unless you're taking food off my family's table. Or not letting my son into a wrestling tournament. But that's a whole different thing. Uh, <laughs> you knew it was going to come up with something. Um, I want to make sure that everybody feels better after they have talked to me. So whether they're already at a 10 excitement, I want them to be at an 11 excitement when they leave me. Um, if they're having a rough day, I hope that I can compliment them and make them feel a little bit better about whatever's happening in their lives. So that's a big part of my personal brand. Um, and I want to, I never want money to stand in the way of education. Um, that's another part of my personal brand. And then my last one is obviously the, a bit too much did the TEDx talk on it. Um, and so (laughs) a lot of keynotes on it. And that is an exercise in and of itself to figure out what you're comfortable with. So, so, so (laughs) you said a bit too much and you did the hair, you're showing your shirt, your your shirt says a bit too much on it. That shirt, that's one of your shirts. Cause you got, you have a merch, a merch, uh, set up now, right? So you do merch for insurance agents for anybody really. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I like that. Jess, we got to check that out. It is pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about it. It's a, it's a whole thing I'm doing with my mentors. You guys will learn more about it, but, um, yeah, the shirts, the shirts are kind of cool. Like there's one that says, uh, 
um, badass insurance agent. And then another one that says, I'm an insurance agent. Let's just save time and listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) But anyway, the a bit too much um, premise, you you have to listen to the talk because we don't have time to get into it. But once you figure out what people say is wrong with you, usually is what's right with you, Mm, right? You're too loud, you're too aggressive, you're too... um, So you take those things and you mold them into what you want your personal brand to be. Now, there are some avenues that we need to stay down, right? So we're marketers, so we're going to wear black to a conference, we're going to wear tennis shoes, I love black. we're going to be more comfortable. And an insurance agent might look at us and say, well, you're supposed to be business casual. Well, I am business casual in my lane. Yeah. Okay. But insurance agents tend to wear more of the sports coats, tend to wear more of the nicer shoes, uh, the Rolexes, all of that kind of stuff. So we're staying true in our lanes. So one of the big misconceptions that people get into when we start saying you embrace who you are, you know, dress, dress um, the way that you want to dress and, and speak the way you want to speak and run your business the way you want to run your business. It's still within the guidelines of society, right? Yeah. So we feel much more comfortable being much more just in a black t-shirt and a pair of jeans at a conference than somebody else might feel. So you don't have to dress down. You don't have to dress up. You need to dress inside what's respected in your community, right, right. which for us, the rules are, we, we wear whatever we want. Um, so we're, we're not bucking all the rules, but we're really being comfortable in our own integrity. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Um, I, I have pictures of me in my suit and blazer and all that stuff when I went to insurance school. And uh, that lasted like three days for me. I was yeah. back into converses and stuff. But what we know is even when I was selling insurance, I was still a marketer. Um, and that's always been my passion. Looking back over all the different things I've done in my life, it's always been this basis of understanding things and getting people to uh, buy it. Yeah. So uh, the internal personal brand is a big piece that people are missing. What are your non-negotiables? What is your slogan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a family slogan? Ours is clear eyes, full hearts, can't, lo- can't lose. We didn't make that up, but that is our family saying. When things start getting tough, we, we really push off of, I'm trying, it's not Varsity Blues, it's the other one. Um, ah, the football movie. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not good yeah, at those, I apologize. Uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm a Marvel action hero. Somebody comment it yeah. below. <laughs> and um, that's a perfect segue into the next one. Read the alter ego effect. Because I am not the exact same person when my red lipstick isn't on than I am when it is on. Mm-hmm. And there is part of that where you really need to build a brand. This isn't always my personality, right? right. But we turn it on and it's a it's not a, a full-fledged character, but our whole social media, our whole marketing, everything we do, we're kind of like a television program, like a reality sure. show. So we want to make sure that when we have our uniform on, we're staying true to our brand. Our brand is not our personality. So write that down. Our brand is not our personality. So my alter ego effect, I will tell you after the cameras quit, but it is Marvel based and it is important to understand those, those nuances. So if, if you have questions on that, reach out to me because we're really getting into stuff I yeah. never talk about publicly, yeah. <laughs> but that is a really big thing to understand that you're not the same person when you're sitting on your couch with your family as you are when you're at a conference 100. or at a sales percent or a presentation. So really, really getting an understanding of all of that is marketing. Yeah. So is it okay? Let's just say that somebody started off with a certain brand, but they do want to, they're just like, you know what? I don't like this external brand that I've created. 
it's still okay to start switching your brand up, right? If your personal brand isn't growing, if your business brand isn't growing, then you're not doing it, right? You should, your brand should look cooler two years from now than it does right now, even if I created it, yeah, right? Your, your business proposition should be better because you're two years down the road. Coca-Cola doesn't have the same logo they had a hundred years ago, right. right? It's changed. The products that they offer change. They sell us water now, yeah. right? Look at what White Claw has done yeah. with all the different seltzers. So you have to stay on top of those trends and you have to evolve. Um, your brand has to evolve. Uh, we're in a big series, have been for what, like six, eight, 10 years where the minimalist logos, right? Like yeah. Harley has just the shield. Like you would only know, but they're established brands. Yeah. So it's figuring out you, as you establish your brand, it should grow with you. hundred percent. And I think it's, um, what about giving yourself permission to try things out? Because that's sometimes people are like, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that, but I could see how that could benefit me. You know, um, how do you feel about that? People trying shit out. They're just like, you know, let's just see if this works. That's the important part of building it around your integrity, because then, you know, like, okay, this, if this feels good to me, it feels scary. That's different. So when you have that bad feeling, like when your mom was like, I don't think you should go hang out with that group of kids. And you're mm -hmm. like, well, I think it'll be fine. But you knew it wasn't going to be fine. Right. That's different. Right. right. So we got to get real. And that's one thing every, but you have to get real with what is actually happening. So if all of a sudden you were like, um, I can't even think of an example. right now, but, <laughs> um, If it's outside of your integrity, then it's not going to work. If it's uncomfortable, if you're like, Sandra, I want you to put on a pair of six inch heels and a dress and I want you to come speak at my conference, that's going to be uncomfortable for me. It's not out of my integrity. Now, if you say, I want you to come and bait and switch a bunch of people into a $20 program and then I'm going to sell them into a 20,000 afterwards, that's out of my integrity. I won't do that. Yeah. So it's being real and like that's that. a piece that we're missing. So you can't take other people's opinions and put them into your marketing Yeah. or what works for somebody else. Yeah. Cause it won't sound, it won't sound genuine. You, mm -hmm. you doing that people, especially those who know you will immediately recognize it and be like, that ain't Eric. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's weird. That sounds weird coming from him. I'm always very careful about what I say on social media and what I do because, um, you know, there might be times, it doesn't mean that I don't get angry. It doesn't mean that I don't, you know, uh, have opinions, but I just think that there's a certain place for it. Most oftentimes that place is with just a, a small group of trusted people that I could discuss things with and unpack that with. And, you know, maybe come to find out I'm wrong about it or maybe I'm right. But the, I think it's, it's um, yeah, it's definitely important to understand that, you know, there's, you got to know your your place like yeah. i've seen so many people who who ended up falling out of social media because i think they went too far and posted everything all the good all the bad yes. all the ugly and i was just like i don't know that i want to know this much about your life like this is weird you know yeah. so so it's kind of like i had to kind of turn it because again i there's a balance there's a fine balance between being genuine and just being too much right yep. maybe not a bit too much but just yep. being way too much so my favorite saying for that and i've been quoted from this from stage is forever is you got to hide your crazy <laughs> <laughs> we don't bring our crazy into our brands yeah. <laughs> just because it's called a personal brand you have a fight with your wife first of all she was right second right. of all <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to hear about it 
Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can have a little bit of fun and show your lighter side of your marriage and things like that. Like, um, you know, my wife, my wife still has a Christmas phone case on her phone and I'm telling her that's, yeah. you know, it needs to come off, yeah. you know, who's right. That's a fun, um, low calorie brain burning question for people. It shows you guys like to have fun, but you know, my wife got mad at me cause I didn't pick up my socks. Well, yeah, you will, first of all, pick up your socks. Second of all, anyway, <laughs> all the wiser. And what's hilarious is, uh, on that point, it's, it's hilarious to me to watch all of us complain about our husbands the same way that our moms complain about our husbands and our yeah. grandmas and, and all of that. <clears throat> so we're not having new arguments. You don't need to share them online and you really do need to hide your crazy. So here's my exercise for this. What you do is every time you log on to social media, you need to literally close your eyes. You need to stop. You need to take a breath and you need to pretend like you're in a room with people. And what would I say? And how would I walk into the room? And what um, what do I expect back out of this communication? So this idea of, oh, I like my Facebook to be personal and, you know, all that's bullshit. You, if you are a business owner, it is a free marketing tool and there are billions of people on it. Yeah. Okay. And you can hurt, you can hurt your brand without even yes. realizing it. It's everything is public. I did. I don't know if you saw this, but I shot a reel for Tracy Lonesbury who sent me this incredible knife. And I did an impression of Britney Spears' oh, life no. dance. <laughs> I know the internet's forever. It has like 2,000 views. <laughs> Babe, look that up. Look that up ASAP. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, I did not wear a bikini. <laughs> it was horrible. And as I keep watching the views come in, I'm like, this is... This is sticking with this you is now. What I'm doing, <laughs> and I thought it, and, and it's really on brand for me. I did think about it. I did not think it was gonna get uh. <laughs> like people are stopping me in my local town at the grocery store, and they're like, people "I are saw gifting your you dance. knives." <laughs> <laughs> it's a Cutco knife. It came with its own shield. Like you can hear it bang. Anyway, um, so we have to remember that everybody is watching. Yeah. So no matter what. Your following is, no matter what's going on, everybody is watching. People in Roundup, Montana are stopping me at the grocery store <laughs> saying, I saw your reel. So everything is marketing. So when we get into Facebook, to TikTok, to all of that kind of stuff, the content you share, everything you do is being noticed and it is a free marketing tool. It's like having your own billboard on the highway and you can change out whatever you want it to say, and you can pick 5,000 people that will drive by it every single day. Yeah, It's it's so ridiculous to not use it. And I've got free trainings on it. I'm sure you do. Get in there and start posting stuff online and testing things out. You know, I, I know exactly, you can watch, you can scroll through my page. I know exactly when to put out an offer. I know exactly when to post a picture of Gage. I know exactly when to put up a joke because I've done it for so long. It yeah. is a, it's its own CRM Yeah, all day long, every day. It's not, it's not as good as you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a CRM type of thing where you can stay top of top of mind all the time. Yeah. And it's it's ridiculous not to do it and you need to treat it like it is a networking situation because it 100% is. Awesome. So let's let's wrap up by telling people how they can best get a hold of you if they want to find out more about how to get set up with this program because as we've gone through this show um, there's so much value 
that you're already posting up just in this interview, let alone if they were working with you, you know, it'd be insane. So I, again, hear what she said. She said that you'll have direct access to her from almost all hours of the day, except for the times she's asleep. Right. Yep. And and maybe the time she's at wrestling, because that's another big thing. It sounds <laughs> Apparently like. I won't be on Sunday. <laughs> So how do they get old of you? How do, how do you get some more info? My website, sandragebhart.com. Okay. So S-A-N-D-R-A, I'm sure it's on the page. <laughs> sandragebhart.com. We'll link it below. And here's a pro tip for everyone. When people ask how to get a hold of you, do not give them every information that you have out there. Okay. So a lot of you guys are ending podcast interviews or your own live videos and stuff. And you can catch me on Pinterest or you can fax me. Um, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all the socials. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Um, I also have a YouTube and I have email and I have my high school email. And then I have, um, you can text my mom and she'll find me. <laughs> no, bro. One place. One place. One place. Make it easy. One place. Okay, perfect, perfect. So thanks again so much for coming out. This has been a, a lot of fun. And for everybody else, I just want to say thanks for joining, and we'll see you guys next time. Take care.